let's talk about birthday parties. Um, I love birthday parties for dance studios because it's a multifunctional tool. It really does like basically double and triple duty for your studio. And what I mean by that is birthday parties, A, are a great extra income source. And what studio you know doesn't want more streams of revenue coming through your front door? Um, secondly, you know birthday parties tend to do best on the weekends, and they do really well. You know, one o'clock, two o'clock, three o'clock in the afternoon on Saturdays, on Sundays. So they are the perfect thing to plug in to your studio when your studio you know might be sitting empty th during those times. Um, so it's a great way to utilize your studio space that you're you're already paying for. Um, and then I like them because, you know, it's a great little add-on service for your existing customers, especially, you know, your tiny tots. Um, so I, you know, love that, you know, we right, this topic was, is all about attracting new students, um, but, you know, retention is going to be another topic we're going to get into. And birthday parties can be, you know, sort of a retention tool because anything that you're doing at your studio that deepens your bond with your students and deepens your students and you know the families at your studio and the parents of your students bond with you and your studio and just their involvement with your studio is going to help with retention it's going to help just strengthen um, you know that bond that connection which helps them to you know stay longer refer more just all all of that good stuff just building up a general sense of goodwill and you know just you know, a really good connection with your existing family. So birthday parties can be, can serve that purpose because it's, you know, really special for your tiny tot student who loves their dance class, who loves you, their teacher, or, you know, whoever their teacher is, you know, to get to have their birthday party at your studio. And it's their special day. And it's basically this little dance class that, you know, we're there, they're the star of, you know, this special party and this special dance class. Um, so that can be a really special experience for, your tiny tot student and then take away you know the balloons and the cake and with birthday parties you know remove those birthday party elements and you basically have a big group trial class going on at your studio you know your tiny tot who's having their birthday party at your studio gets to invite in all you know 10 12 15 of their closest friends and family into your studio um, and so that presents naturally an opportunity for you and your staff to you know show this group of 10 12 kids and their parents you know what your studio is all about you get to show off your teaching skills how much fun it is to dance at your studio you get to you know show off the physical space of your studio um, and so it creates this you know just a natural big trial class naturally even though it's you know it's packaged up as a birthday party so it's it's a big trial class it's full of referrals which are the best you know the best new students you can possibly get tend to be referrals so you know it's a big trial class to a big group of referrals um, and so I like birthday parties for those reasons because it you know brings in extra money you can utilize your space when it's probably sitting empty it's special for your students who choose to have their party at your studio and it puts an opportunity for you to teach you know a big group trial class to a big group of referrals and extend your introductory offer to a little mini audience, you know, basically every weekend all year long if you're if you are doing a lot of birthday parties. Um, so, you know, birthday parties can be a really powerful resource for your studio. Now, the challenge with birthday parties is, you know, it is easier to do them if you have 
more staff at your studio. If you're a one-woman show and you're already teaching all week, you know, probably the last thing you want to do is now host a bunch of birthday parties all weekend long. So, you know, you can do it. Um, but I, you know, to be honest, I, you know, that's that's the challenge with birthday parties. It tends to be easier to offer them if you have some teachers at your studio that can help you with parties, or you know, that can be if you're doing a lot of parties on the weekend. It now can create this seven-day work week. So, you know, tough to do everything when you're by yourself. Um, but of course, you could choose to do you know one party on the weekend. So of course, it's incredibly flexible. Um, I would definitely you know you can start small and you can always build from there if it ends up being you know a great resource for your studio. So what do you need to be able to host birthday parties at your studio? Um, the other reason I love birthday parties is because they're really easy. You don't really need a lot, and what you do need, you probably already have. Um, so you just need an open space. You could just, if you're even just a one room studio, that's perfect. You just need one one room. You don't need multiple rooms. You don't even need a lobby. If you literally just have, you know, walk to the front door and you're in your studio space, that's fine. You just need an open area. Um, so, you know, that's perfect for dance studios because you've got that. Um, you know, your basic, your sound equipment that you're already using for for classes because we're going to be running a class during the birthday party so you know that part is taken care of um, and then just some I like you know folding tables and chairs something that can pack up you know really easily and be stored in a back room or you know in a closet somewhere um, actually at I love the folding tables from Walmart specifically they're very affordable um, and then they have these folding benches too and so those can fit you know with two benches and a folding table that I found at Walmart, um, that can fit, you know, 10 or 12 tiny tots and it all folds up, you know, super small, super, or, you know, it's way easier than even folding chairs. So, and they're incredibly affordable. I want to say it was like a hundred or maybe just a little over a hundred dollars for a table, a couple chairs, um, you know, everything was, and, it, and it's just nice and clean and white surfaces. And so, um, so check that out. And then in terms of party supplies, you know, you can get as crazy on the party supplies as you want to. Um, you know, I've done it where I've offered several different themes. You know, if you go to like Birthday Party Express or any of the big party websites, you know, there are millions of themes available. So I would just make a big list of themes and offer those to families, whatever theme they wanted. Then I would order, you know, the little party pack that came with, the, you know, pack of 15, you know, cups, plates, whatever for the theme they wanted. You can do that, um, and if parties become a really big revenue source for you and a really big party, I mean, kids' parties, that's that's big business right there. So it can be a nice little add-on business that you could really develop in your studio if you wanted to get you know crazy with it. Um, so you can do that, and I did that for a long time, and then it, it got to be a bit you know much where just always having to you know, just order the new supplies and you're just kind of dealing with each little party on its own. So eventually what I ended up moving towards was just a very simple streamlined, like we offer dance birthdays and, you know, I would just stock up on pink, purple plates, you know, just kind of standard, simple supplies that I could have a lot of on hand so that I wasn't having to go and restock. So the thing I, I can stop doing, you know, Dora the Explorer and, you know, whatever theme, you know, a million different themes that are out there. Um, you know, Sophia the First and doing a million themes and just went to like, you know, we do dance birthday parties. Your theme is 
dance. Um, and even within that, you could just do, you know, a dance one. You could do a ballet one. If your if your tiny top program has a specific name, you could, you know. Tiny tutus, we offer tiny tutu parties. So, you know, that could be a nice way to tie in your birthday parties with the program you're offering too. So, you can get as crazy as you want to on the themes. It's not that difficult to do, it's a little more work. Um, or you can definitely go just more generic, more general, have a couple different color options um, and just stock up on a lot of supplies. But either way, it's, it's pretty simple. So you're just looking at, you know, basic, basic party supplies. In terms of food, you know, you can do it a couple different ways. You can offer, you know, a couple different party packages. The most basic being, you know, just providing you know, a decorated table, a class, and, you know, the disposable items like cups and plates and napkins and, and that sort of thing. And then the parents are responsible for bringing, you know, I always recommend cupcakes are so easy, um, juice boxes, and then anything else they want to provide. Um, and so that's a really, really easy, just, you know, put that on the parents and just let them know that's the responsibility. If you want to do the multiple packages, you know, you could do a basic package and then, um, you can offer, you know, premium packages that involve you, you know, bringing a pizza, bringing the cake, bringing cupcakes and supplying that for the parents. So if that's something you want to do again, this is just, you know, Yes, you can make more money on parties doing that way, but it's definitely going to add to the planning and the execution and more work on your part. So it just depends on what your goals are, you know, for parties and, and how involved you want to get with them. You can definitely keep these parties very simple and, and do a lot of them just doing, you know, basic parties and, and leaving that stuff to parents. Um, so it's really up to you what, how involved you want to get with these parties. So how to structure your parties. Um, I've experimented with lots of different ways to do parties and lots of different, you know, time lengths. And I personally find that 90 minutes is the ideal party length, you know, for 10 to 15 kids. And typically that involves, you know, five minutes for everyone to, to get there and get their shoes off and just sort of get acclimated to the environment and, you know, kids will kind of be trickling in. Um, then that includes, you know, typically like a 45 minute dance class, which you can just, you know, for the most part, teach a tiny, you know, a very basic, um, you know, fun, light and easy, tiny tot dance class for about 45 minutes. Um, then you have, you know, 25, 30 minutes for cake and opening gifts. And then that'll leave you about 10, 15 minutes to do a couple extra games, you know, some freeze dance, maybe bring the parents back in for a simple little, you know, performance or just demonstrate one or two skills you taught the kids from the class. Um, and then typically you'll have about five minutes left over. You know, you can help the birthday child pass out the goodie bags. Um, everybody's getting their shoes back on and just, you know, usually that's when the kids start pulling the balloons down off the walls and playing. And, you know, it's just a kind of a nice little last few minutes as everyone's kind of wrapping up and chit chatting and, and closing up the party. So 90 minutes tends to be the perfect party length um, that I have found. So what do you teach during the class section of the party? Well, you want to keep it balanced because most of the kids coming to this birthday party, you know, they probably have never taken a dance class before and, you know, some of them may not even be interested in dance. You know, this is just a novelty. They're at a fun dance birthday party. Um, so, you know, I 
my goal as a teacher when I'm teaching at a birthday party is, I mean, I, I want to be in party mode, I want to keep it light and easy, but I also want to introduce them to, you know, what my studio is about, what dance class is about, in case, you know, there is someone there who's thinking about dance. So I think it's just important to keep a balance. So, you know, for the most part, I'll follow a typical Tiny Tot class structure, which for me is, you know, some, a couple little simple stretches, you know, it's a little butterfly stretch, a little straddle stretch. Um, we'll stand up in a circle, maybe do two or three, you know, bar type exercises just in the center. You know, this is what a plie is and do, you know, eight plies. This is what a releve is, do eight releve. So a couple just really simple skills, moving through them quickly. I'm not going into a ton of, you know, technique, keeping it very just, this is a plie, basically copy me, do this. So not going into a lot of, you know, knees over your toes and belly buttons in and not, you know, not getting into a lot of that. And, and remember, these are also tiny tots, so we're probably not going into a lot of technique anyway. So, you know, introducing them to the world of dance, but in a very fun, casual manner. Definitely keep it light, keep it fun. Um, for music, I'm typically using a little more upbeat music than maybe I would usually use. You know, I would probably stay away from like, you know, very, you know, slow, mellow, classical music for a party, maybe you know, just something with a little more energy to it. Um, and then, you know, we'll do a few skills across the floor. So you know, put some hula hoops out. They can practice, you know, introduce them to some, you know, grand jeté. They can practice leaping over hula hoops. Things like that that are really easy for kids to attempt and feel good about, you know, right away in this class. So they're just fun, easy skills. So, you know, a few skills across the floor um, and then we'll bring them back into the center and teach a simple little follow along routine, you know, eight, eight counts sort of a thing, um, maybe even less, four, eight counts, and literally like just follow along. So I'm not expecting anyone to memorize anything, but you know, an eight count of plies, an eight count of releves, you know, shall say this way for an eight count, shall say that way for an eight count. So, you know, very simple follow along type movement where, you know, the point is to help everyone have fun and be feeling good about participating, not feeling like, you know, they're tripping over themselves and you know, this is too hard and they can't do it. You know, that's the last thing we would want anyone to um, feel in a, in a birthday party, especially. Um, and so keeping it very, very fun, very light, easy, but at the same time, you know, using a few technical terms. So we are introducing them a little bit to the world of dance. Again, just in case there are any kids, there are any families in attendance that are, are thinking about dance. So in the back of my mind as a studio owner, I am seeing that this is a trial class in disguise as a birthday party. So, you know, definitely keep that part in mind. Um, and then from there, we're moving into cake, which transitions nicely into typically opening gifts, which transitions back onto the dance floor. You know, we've got, a, you know, 10 more minutes. We've got a few more minutes. We're going to do some dance games. Freeze dance is always a favorite, easy, effortless. Kids know how to play it. Um, so a couple fun little dance games, you know, dance teacher says instead of Simon says sort of a thing. Um, basically any childhood game, any birthday party game, you can, you know, give it a new dancey twist and it becomes, you know, a fun dance birthday party game. So very, very easy. Um, and then another fun, you know, last activity is to, you know, take a group picture. And so that can be a fun thing and it gives you a reason to, you know, 
parents can leave their email address and you can email it to them so that can be a great way to you know connect with the parents who are at your party um, and then I always like to wrap up birthday parties by, you know, tiny tot parties, a lot of times the parents will stay this whole time just because the kids are so young. So parents could be watching this whole thing. But in case some of the parents leave and come back, or maybe if you have a lobby, maybe the parents have been out in the lobby during the party time, or the class time, and so at the end of the party, um, if it makes sense for how things are set up at your studio, you know, I will bring the parents in to the classroom to demonstrate a few of the things we did. So I call it, you know, a parent performance and what we're performing, you know, it's a five minute performance. We're basically just demonstrating what we did in class. You know, a couple of the skills, maybe one of the cross the floor skills, maybe our little, you know, four eight count routine, follow along routine. Um, but that parent performance is even if it's just a couple minutes, is really powerful because we're getting all the parents in the classroom um, and you're getting the ch opportunity to present to them. So just the sheer fact of saying, you know, thanks for coming to this party, you know, today I've had so much fun teaching your kids and um, we want to show a couple skills that we learned today and what did we learn? We learned plies. Come on kids, let's show them our plies and you know, our heels are together and our belly buttons are in. And so they're getting to see not only the fact that their child is having fun and their child is dancing and that this, you know, but they're getting to see you a little bit in action teaching how you engage with their child and your teaching style. Um, and even though they don't understand, you know, this is all just sort of happening automatically and subconsciously. And then at the end, you know, you can then make that little, you know, oh, by the way, if you're thinking of getting started in dance, you know, you can, you know, stop by the front desk. I'd love to sign you up for, you know, a free trial class or, and so you can make just a quick little, oh, by the way, offer for your, you know, that little nugget that we've, you know, come up with whatever your perfect little starting point is, whether it's, you know, oh, by the way, we have a new introductory session of classes starting next week. If you'd like to dance here, you know, we'd love to have you join with us. Or if you're thinking of getting started in dance, go ahead and stop by the front desk. I'd love to get you set up with a, you know, trial class, whatever it is that you offer. Um, and then it's done. The kids get their little goodie bags, get their shoes on. Everyone's had a great time. Um, and, you know, some parents, I mean, I've never had a birthday party where parents didn't want the schedule or didn't want, you know, to ask a couple questions. Um, and maybe not everyone is like, you know, I want to sign up right this second. But, I mean, hey, we've already used birthday parties to, you know, you hopefully you're already making a profit. I and mean, birthday parties are just a standalone great revenue stream. So that's really, you know, value number one of doing birthday parties. And we've created a nice, you know, warm, fuzzy feeling for with our student who's had their birthday party here and, you know, just secured that bond even more and created a great experience for that family. So that's benefit number two. Benefit number three is, you know, you've got to had the you you know you just had the chance to show off your magic in front of these families which you know has this ripple effect over you know them referring you or you know if they don't sign up right now i mean if they get the itch to sign up for dance in a month in three months in six months i mean where do you think they're gonna go they're going to come to your studio because they're familiar they know what they're getting they they know you now um and they feel comfortable with that so so there's just all these little benefits and, and some families will be interested in joining right away. So you really can't go wrong with birthday parties. 
So what's the best size of birthday party to offer? I mean, you can do whatever you like, but because it's, you know, I guess from a revenue standpoint, you'd want to go up to like 15 or 20 students, potentially, especially if you're charging, you know, per student or, or something along those lines. But in my mind as a studio owner, because I see birthday parties as part revenue source, but also part, you know, referral and trial class, I like to keep birthday parties in the 10 to 12 student range. Um, just because I really want to provide a personal experience, I want to be able to, you know, use the kids names and just connect with every child at some point. I want to be able to chit chat with parents before and after the party. And so, you know, for me, I want a more quality experience than quantity. So I find that, you know, that 10, 12, maybe even up to 15 is a good balance between being a profitable party that's worth, you know, worth my time on its own as a as an income generator but it's small enough that i can provide you know really quality experience and actually you know build a connection with those families which will hopefully result in some enrollments now or in the near future what about the process of booking a birthday party? You can do this a couple different ways, but I keep it very simple. I uh, basically just collecting, you know, basic contact information for the hosting party if they're not already a student at your studio. Most likely they will be a student, so you're already going to have already going to have that information. Um, and then in terms of the birthday party fee, so if your party is say $300, you could choose to collect it upfront in full or sometimes, you know, to encourage families to book parties earlier in advance, you know, I'll just require like 50% when they book and then 50%, you know, the day of the party or a couple days before the party, what have you. Um, and I, you know, basically just have a little handout with basic information about the party, just what's included, what the different party packages are, if you want to offer different levels. So, you know, that can just be a little one pager that, you know, includes what the options are. And uh, then, you know, you're basically taking care of everything for them. So it's really, really easy for the parent. Um, and then I will typically, you know, follow up with a call or an email, you know, two days before the party, maybe the day before the party and just check in on like a final head count, you know, are we looking like we're gonna need 15 spots? Is it looking like 12? Just just so we have an idea of what to expect. Um, and just check in with them to see if they have any last minute questions. I'll just, you know, confirm, you know, their times and just go over the details and just make sure we're on the same page. So it's all just about checking in and communicating with that host family, you know, a day or two before the party. Very simple to do. Now, what about the day of? Like, what should you expect in terms of like planning and setup and, and all of that? Um, if you're doing a lot of birthday parties, you know, you'll get your little system down and it can just, you know, a birthday party can come to life in your studio instantly. Um, but typically, I, you know, I like to plan for about 30 minutes before to set up a party. You know, I'm setting up the party table, putting out all the plates and you know, tablecloth. Um, I'll do a few balloons. I don't even mess around with helium. Just, you know, having like a little hand pump blowing up maybe like 10 or 15 balloons and just tying them with ribbon like along the ballet bar. So it just, you know, makes the room look more birthday party-ish, but it's, it's easy. I don't have to mess around with the helium tank. Um, so, you know, about 30 minutes. It's set up probably won't take you that long. And then once the party's over, again, you know, 10, 15, 20 minutes to clean up after everyone has sort of has sort of left. Um, you know, so breakdowns is, is typically pretty fast. Um, 
And one of the things while we're on the subject of cleanup, you know, I, one thing studio owners are always concerned about is like, oh, I don't want, you know, that mess on my beautiful dance floors. Oh, the frosting. And after years and years of doing lots of birthday parties, you know, the mess factor has really never been a problem. There's usually like one little like smudge of frosting that, you know, you just clean up really quick. And so if that's something that you're worried about, definitely I wouldn't say that that's such a big problem that it should, you know, prohibit you from hosting birthday parties. You know, they really are not that messy in my experience. Um, and that's after doing, you know, a decade of birthday parties, most weekends for, for a long time. So I've done a lot of birthday parties. They're really simple. The kids are really not that messy. So I, I definitely would not worry about that. And it's just a couple extra ideas for you for birthday parties. Um, so one little fun little add-on I have done with birthdays is to have little one-size-fits-all dress-up tutus for, and so in those first five minutes as guests are arriving, you know, we'll just, I'll have, you know, all 15 little tutus hanging on the ballet or bar or whatever, and everyone can pick one and, and put it on. Um, and it's just a fun little, you know, they're like $7 on Amazon, and you just get like 15 or 20 of them and have them, and you can use them for every single birthday party. It's just a fun little very visual, you know, it's just one of those like very iconic things, especially to families who are new to dance, that, you know, it's so fun for them to be able to like put on a real tutu. Um, and then in terms of like that parent performance at the end, it's very cute instead of just all the kids like in their like, you know, street clothes and socks, to have everybody in this like uniform cute little, you know, pink tutu is just, it's very sweet. And again, it just sort of moves parents mentally down that path of, you know, seeing their child in dance class, um, seeing them have fun, seeing them, you know, enjoy, you know, all aspects of dance class. It's not just moving to music, but I mean, yeah, we have cute costumes in dance. Like dance, there's a lot of things to like about dance. Um, and so it's just a really fun, easy, simple thing to do. Yes, you're gonna have that investment the first time, but you know, again, you're looking at six, seven dollars a tutu, and you're going to be able to use them for, you know, months and months, if not years to come. Um, another fun idea is if you end up going with different level packages, or even this could just be a, a you know, how you do your parties. Um, I don't personally do this if I teach a birthday, but um, if I have any, like my younger teachers teach, um, you know, I have them dress up like as a, you know, in full costume. So crown, full makeup, um, you know, full costume, giant tutu, tights, ballet shoes, the works. Um, and I mean, the kids and the parents, of course, love that. Um, and so, you know, that kind of creates a whole like Disney princess feel to your birthday parties, really gives it a very premium experience. Of course, it's just so exciting and so magical for, for the kids. So you can do that a couple ways where um, if, if I were still teaching a class, a, a party, you know, I'm kind of acting as, you know, the dance teacher and the host, and I may have, you know, one of the, the student come in, as, you know, and make a, a guest appearance and take pictures with the kids, dance with us for a little bit, and then she leaves, or maybe she would be assisting the birthday party as, you know, the princess ballerina or, you know, the ballerina at the party, but I can still be, you know, me dressed in normal teaching clothes. Um, so there's a lot of different ways you can do that. or. You know, you could have your teaching staff if it's, you know, just a teacher who's comfortable dressing like that. Um, certainly they could run the whole party 
dressed in costume. So it just depends on what you want to do. So there's lots of different ways to do that. And, and as I mentioned, that can just be your standard party experience, which is, you know, very premium experience for families. Um, or that could definitely be like an add-on if you end up doing different party packages or different add-ons. So that could certainly be an extra charge you add to your birthday parties if they want, you know, a real life ballerina to come to their party. Um, but it's definitely fun for the kids. Another fun idea to add a little wow factor to your birthday parties is to have a birthday gift for the birthday child, you know, from the studio, from you as the teacher. Um, and so, you know, there's so many inexpensive, cute little dance gifts out there. I mean, check Amazon. There's just little, you know, ballet bears. Melissa and Doug have, you know, the cutest little, you know, ballerina toys and ballerina games and puzzles. And most of these things are, you know, incredibly inexpensive. You know, you could definitely get lots of stuff like under $10, under $7, um, even, you know, the dress up tutu from the, from the party, you know, you could give them one to take home. Um, so, you know, I always like to do a little gift from the studio for the birthday party. It's again, it's, you know, tends to be an, an, an inexpensive little thing to be able to do. It's really special for the birthday family. Um, and it just adds a little wow factor again to your birthday party package. So just a little bonus surprise for the birthday family. What about pricing your parties? Well, I mean, you definitely want to take into account, you know, compensating you for your time or, you know, if you're going to be paying staff, you know, one or two instructors, you need to take that into account. Um, keep in mind there's, you know, you're going to be tacking on at least a half an hour for setup and a half an hour for cleanup. So, you know, you're looking at an hour and a half for the party. So, you know, two and a half hours, maybe three hours if the party's a little bit longer. So you need to kind of take that into account, plus your party supplies. Um, and then of course you, you know, hopefully want to make a profit on these also. So, you know, definitely keep those things into a, take those things into account. Um, and also look around the area. There's probably, you know, other businesses in your area that are offering birthday parties. Um, so look at what they're, look at what everyone else is charging and then look at what you're doing. So if you're doing a very, you know, basic party, then, you know, price accordingly to other basic parties in the area. But if you want to, you know, kind of go for a premium experience at a premium, premium price, you know, which is always my preference, um, then you may just consider making your party experience, you know, include that, you know, a, include a real ballerina and, you know, some of those premium touches, the dress up tutus. I mean, if those things are just packaged in as, you know, this is how we do parties, then that would be considered definitely more of a premium birthday party. Um, and so, you know, whatever, if the average party in your area is going for, you know, $250, then I would definitely price yours a little more like, you know, $300. So look at what you decide to do for your parties. And, you know, if it's more basic, if it's more premium and, you know, and look around what's, what's going on in your area. And definitely, you know, you can price accordingly from there, depending on, you know, what you're offering, um, and, and sort of like what's going on in your, your community. And then another thing I like to do is, you know, you may even, have set your price even higher than you want to charge your students so that you can give them, you know, a VIP discount. So if you're happy accepting, say, $300 for birthday parties, maybe make your public price, you know, $350 or even, you know, $399, but give your existing students a VIP discount of, you know, the $300. Um, and so, because that's, 
most of the families that are going to do birthday parties in my experience are existing students so you know I like to feel like you know have them feel like they're getting a deal which they are um, and it can you know be one of those things that you can help help it encourage enrollment in your birthday parties and have families book the birthday parties because wow they're getting a hundred dollars off wow they get fifty dollars off so that can help you know they are already are probably wanting to do a birthday party at your studio if their child's in dance and loving dance but having that nice big juicy you know member only discount can really help you know seal the deal for them so that's another just little pricing strategy is you know figure out what you want to you know what you'd be happy with for your birthday party um, price and then maybe add on fifty or hundred dollars and that would be you know what's the price for the public and you know keep that real price is your you know VIP discounted price for for your members what about promoting your parties well in my experience most families that are booking birthday parties are current students which makes it really easy to promote because if you're using um, you know any sort of dance studio software like dance studio pro jackrabbit studio director you know all of them should have the capability of printing out every month or emailing out to a list of you know upcoming birthday parties so you know if you're Gonna going to be going out to the families having a birthday party coming up in March. You know, I would probably try to email those families. You know, February first. You know, pretty. You know, at least a month in advance. And you know, you could simply just email them or send a flyer home, send a letter home with those kids. Just you know, letting them know, reminding them that you have birthday parties, and reminding them of if you um, if you're doing that. Uh, VIP student discount, you know, that $100 off or $50 off um, just for your students, you know, reminding them of that VIP rate that they get. So you're just putting out a reminder. So you can do that with a quick email or you could send home a flyer in class to those kids or, you know, mail them home once a, once a month. So basically, you know, once a month, you're just printing out your list of kids who have their birthday party coming up in about, you know, four to six weeks from now, send it out. And, and that's really easy. So, you know, that's a really simple way to be promoting birthday parties at your studio. Um, of course, you could have, you know, a banner or a poster that's just sort of always up in your studio, flyers at your front desk. So, of course, those are simple ways to always be promoting birthday parties to your existing students as well. Um, another just side tip and also promotional strategy you can do with birthday parties is, um, you know, I don't know about you, but for me, I was always, you know, always being asked by schools for donations for, you know, silent auctions and, and their fundraisers. Um, and birthday parties make a great donation because not only is it a bigger ticket item, so if your birthday parties, you know, if your public price is three or four hundred dollars, you know, that's a nice solid donation and that's a nice solid, um, you know, price point for them to be able to auction off to raise money for, for their school. But it's also an ideal thing for you to donate because in my experience, if I've donated, you know, a month of classes or whatever, like they just, the people who come in and use it, they just, they're, it's, you know, they're coming in because they got a free gift certificate for classes. I don't know. It just doesn't really typically turn into anything. So, and it can be difficult if they try to use their gift certificate, you know, it's like a month before the recital. So donating classes can be difficult. So birthday parties are nice because it's just sort of like a standalone event. So if someone calls in to, you know, use their gift certificate for a birthday party, it's nice because it's, it's, you know, just this whole separate private little event for them. 
but it's great because you know yes you've donated it and money has brought brought into the school and and that's great um but you also benefit because again remember a birthday party is just a big trial class so in this case you know the person who's purchased the donation at the silent auction uses their gift certificate and then they're bringing in their you know closest 10, 12, 15 friends into your studio. So, um, so that's just, it ends up being a, a nice little win-win situation. Um, so that's another just little side tip for birthday parties and filling your birthday parties and, and promoting your school in general.